Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. stuff going on this week. And, man, you want uh, ITL, you got it on FNTSY this entire week. And whether it's this show or the special edition that we did and all of the other cool stuff that we got going on. And the cool stuff on that, you know, that special I just want to mention, if you happen to be able to catch it, I'm not sure if it's going to be on our normal podcast feed because it's just a special edition. But Bogman did an interview because there's a replay of the Callis interview, which you can catch on Prospect One. But there is an interview that Bogman did with a friend of his, Nick Allen, that you guys were just going through this like a litany of of college fantasy football. Like, what was this? He has this whole system he created in rankings yeah. for gambling and DFS and all that stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's called College Football Winning Edge. It's uh, just a, this unbelievably cool system. And he, when he first started, it was kind of mainly for betting purposes. And I was like, well, dude, if you're ranking every single player. Why wouldn't we be using this for college fantasy? And he was like, I didn't even think of that application. So uh, we kind of uh, I talked to him over the winter and we made plans to talk about that stuff. And so it's just kind of introducing it. And it is uh, it's a lot of analytics within college football. So it's uh, it's been fun to talk about. And I'm excited to see how it works throughout the season as well. So it's a good conversation. You yeah. guys should listen to Maybe it. Maybe we can go check it out. So here's what I want to do in this segment. I want to figure out how can we get Bogman's blood pressure up? What do you guys think? <laughs> Steelers. Let's talk yeah. about the Steelers, Bogman. Steelers! You know, I, I, I should love talking about my <laughs> Steelers. own Steelers! This should be so much fun, but with all the drama of this offseason, and I've talked about this on takeaways too, because I kind of feel like the Lakers are going to be the NBA version of the Steelers this year because they've already, like, Magic has already quit. Uh, you know, they hired Jason Kidd with Frank Vogel. So I've kind of compared that to the Steelers, but yeah, there's more Steelers information, but I actually kind of like this information. Okay. So I don't think that Let's this is going to. Um, I don't think this is going to raise my blood pressure and make me angry. It's just been a lot about how Ben Roethlisberger openly apologized to uh, Antonio Brown. And he said, hey, look, you know, I really I think we're a better team with him. So I 
never wanted to try to push him off the team or anything like that. He said, whatever I said to upset him, I, I apologize for, and I wish I could have said it to his face, but he just wouldn't let me, he wouldn't allow me to do that. So he kind of laid that out there. And then he also had all the skill position players over at his house for a weekend to, uh, you know, whatever you want to say, build chemistry, bond, whatever it is. And um, he has taken on more of a leadership role. And he said, look, uh, you know, it's obvious that I was not a good leader last season and I'm going to make that my number one priority this season. So and it's kind of it's what you want from a quarterback on your team. I saw a leader. I saw him too, by the way. Roethlisberger did. Oh man, I think oh, he, he did. Oh, no, dude, he did something <laughs> with barstool in some capacity. And did the, he really? Yeah, the barstool guys murder him. But he did oh, it. Yeah. It was like with well, because you know one of the. Um, Oh man, who is it? One of the dudes who used to be a Stealer works for them right now. Bart, uh, Colo- uh Willie Cologne. Oh, Willie Cologne. Okay. Bartolo Cologne. Bartolo, Bartolo, Bartolo Cologne and Willie Cologne. About the same size. Right. Works for them. And I think they, they like, like, Roethlisberger seems like he's on the repair image tour. It seems like what he's doing right now. Like, that's the in- interpretation I'm getting. Well, nothing's going to repair the, those old rumor I- I- issues. Well, so, I mean, so, like, not that. I mean, he's I not going to go out and get a bunch of sponsors from Nike or anything. So I'm not saying uh, he's trying to do that to her. Some things are always going to stick around. I'm saying this image of, like, teammates not liking him. And, you know, there, there was also maybe, you know, that he didn't like here. And there was, like, race stuff that was brought up. That's what uh, uh, that's what Antonio Brown brought up. He brought up, like, uh, yeah, that he was racist. Yeah, what a surprise. This psycho brings up stuff that makes no sense the guy like uh, 10 years ago when the Steelers were going to Super Bowls and stuff like it, when WWE came to Pittsburgh they said we want you to come on the show and he said only if my offensive line could come on too and you know he wasn't like only if the white offensive line guys can come on he wanted all those guys Willie Cologne is his friend Willie Cologne's a black guy so uh, what like how is he that just never made sense to me how you could call I mean I don't know someone's internal feelings, but the guy is around uh, people of different races all day, every single day. So how could he possibly be a racist and work in this industry? Well, here's the deal, though. You know, Antonio Brown, makes no sense to Antonio me. Brown was gaslighting everybody in of everything. Course. Everything. Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster took the high road, didn't he, Boggs? Uh, yeah-ish. So, didn't uh, he, he take one actually little road. dig, but didn't he... Didn't wasn't there something like Ben came out he you know he apologized and then Juju said something and then Antonio Brown started dropping some tweets again. So this is how this is how you're gonna raise my blood pressure. Act like you don't know what happened. It was uh, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. No, it was AB uh, was upset and there were rumors that he was upset that Juju won the the team MVP. Yeah. So uh, after he left at halftime of the final game. Right, right. So he he was upset that that happened, and he said, no, no, Juju was great and blah, blah, blah. Like, he said all the right things. And then, um, you know, Juju said nothing, and people were talking about, oh, you're just pissed because he won the MVP. And he said, well, the guy fumbled the season away in the Saints game. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) obviously, Juju took exception to that. He didn't say anything, though. He said, hey, look, all I ever did was give this guy respect. And then Antonio Brown thought he was clowning Juju when he put out that uh, 
that Instagram message from Juju when he was at USC saying that, you know, I think you're one of the best. I'd love to learn from you regardless of where I'm drafted. And uh, I think you could teach me a lot and all that stuff. And so AB put that out in a tweet saying, look at this guy. And it didn't work in AB's favor because everyone was like, well, that sounds like a humble kid who's trying to learn like that. Why would this make him look bad? This makes him look good. He wants to improve himself by learning from one of the best. And so after that, Juju never really responded. All he did was he tweeted out a picture of him next to Heinz Ward and it said, I wish I could have learned with you. Uh, You're one of the (laughs) best of all time. And, you know, um, it's probably partly. To I wish it would have been a picture too. of Antonio Brown with Heinz Ward, like photoshopped on it. Maybe Dante Stallworth <laughs> or no. Uh, who's our Stallworth? I'm Dante Stallworth. John Stallworth. John Stallworth. Yeah. Lynn Swan, all the class, like all the good, all the good um, Steelers wide receivers except AB. Every who, single who you, even like uh, Plexico shooting Burns, himself, Antonio yeah. Holmes smoking weed, yeah. Dante Stallworth in a car, right? So uh, <laughs> uh, everyone maybe, but AB, maybe not but, Dante Stallworth, yeah, Cordell. No, that would have been great, Cordell Stewart when he was Slash, and they're like, I wish I could have learned slash. from you. <laughs> That would have been great. But so Juju's been at the the heart of it all. And the, you know, it's like the, like the OTAs and stuff are going on. Juju Smith-Schuster was actually asked about what the locker room was like, if it was drama free. And I've actually got this. This is uh, via NFL.com. This is Juju Smith-Schuster talking about the chemistry. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's that's his opinion. Uh, You know, for myself, it's, you know, I kind of stand from afar, you know, like I'm not worried about uh, what he has going on in his team. You know, I wish him nothing but the best. You know, he's a great player. Uh, He dominates on the field. Uh, As for myself, um, you know, I'm worried about the guys that we have here, my teammates. His chemistry is on point. You know, we don't really have, um, you know, everyone's on the same page. Everyone's communicating. There's really no, uh, how do you say, drama in our locker room. I like that. Like, what was he trying to say? How you say? Very careful. What was he trying to say? How you say drama? There's no drama here. There's no how you Americans say drama. (laughs) (laughs) What are you trying to say? Uh, uh, He's probably saying like there, there's no idiots in here anymore. I don't know what you Americans say with your football. But Tomlin said uh, a couple weeks ago is, uh, you know, during one of the draft interviews or whatever, after the Steelers moved up and took Devin Bush and he was on NFL Network and they said, so no AB and blah, blah, blah. And they're talking about that. And he said, uh, well, we've kind of had a cleansing, if you will. <laughs> and uh, that was, you know, a lot of people took that comment and ran. Yeah, be careful you know, with that. But uh, and that it's just kind of the truth, though. You know, when you get the drama out of the locker room, chemistry becomes. That's better. like life, man. It's like life. I, that's it does stuff. It stuff right. I've been trying to do: cleanse the it, drama, it makes you feel mean, better, makes you feel it, revived. It, it doesn't mean that it's going to work every single time. Like if you also get rid true. of too many good players that are dramatic. Oh, we're talking about football uh, still. All right. right? Yeah, I'm not talking about your stuff at all. Uh, when we're talking about uh, football stuff. And, uh, you know, you, you get rid of some good players like the Celtics are going to get rid of Kyrie this offseason, most likely. And uh, it's not going to make them better. They're going to be a worse team without Kyrie, but they will have better chemistry. By the way, that game of zones, that game of zones, oh, the ending was too much for me. 
It was too much for me with the Boston Celtics. It was just incredible. I'm sorry, you just mentioned that and Kyrie, and he's like, uh, he's like, I'm not even committed to here next year. I'm not putting my soul in there. <laughs> Al Horford was the only one to do it. I'll do it. Marcus Smart, come on. Well, I'm just afraid of my brand. Uh, yeah, he's like, my brand is on- to be emotional. <laughs> yeah, I only play on emotions, so I don't want to do that. But like, you so- got to find you. Okay. To uh, to be a verbal uh, blood pressure medicine for you for your Steelers, you gotta feel good about it. You've got Juju, who you know how you say likes where the <laughs> locker room is at now, and you have Ben Roethlisberger, Booger, <laughs> Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger, who's on the uh, apology tour, and he's actually out. You know because Ro- Roethlisberger, not really, he's not really on an apology tour. He's just trying to be a better leader. And he even said uh, he pointed out specifically, he's like, I was probably too harsh on James Washington after the Denver game. I was probably too harsh on Antonio Brown after the uh, Denver game, which, by the way. Yeah, you're too harsh because you were in the wrong in the Denver game, Ben. You threw a pick to a defensive lineman. How is that Antonio Brown's fault? What it's I love not. about Ben, it, he was like the anti-Jose Batista on Twitter. If you ever know, like, Jose Batista's known because he follows—he doesn't follow us, but he follows, like, millions of people. It's he almost, did. He I think he follows us. No, at one point he did. But it's one of those jokes where it's like, if you can't be followed by Jose Batista, what are you doing? Ben Roethlisberger is this anti-one where it's like, you'll just wake up, you'll go to Roethlisberger's account, and you're just blocked from his account. Like, whoever runs his account just blocks. If you've ever said Roethlisberger in any way, they'll just block you. So I think it's funny. He's kind of just on this, like tour to be you know a little bit more i don't know if it's humble whatever it is it's just you're saying leader let's just be a better leader right i mean you don't have to be humble to be a better leader you can still have a lot of swag and stuff but you you have to be able to uh rein it in and you have to be able to be a it's it's being a teacher too if you're going to be a team captain you know that's why like Joe Flacco with this stuff about, you know, I'm not here to teach Drew Locke. I'm not here to teach Lamar Jackson. Well, what you know, you say you're here to do you're going to win right. games. Oh, you. Okay. Well, he he said my my purpose here is to win games and that's what I'm focused on. Well, I mean, Kurt Warner was um, he was basically out of the league. He was trash with the Giants. You remember when he played for the Giants? Yeah. It was his rookie year, uh, Eli's rookie year. He fumbled six times, and they finally just yanked him and put in Eli. Eli was kind of bad uh, his first couple starts, and they were going to go back to Kurt. And Kurt said, don't do that to him. Leave him in for his confidence, for his career. He needs to be the starter here moving forward. That is a leader right there. And by the way, Kurt moved to Arizona and uh, took his team to another Super Bowl. But so there's also people, though, Boggs, after that. There's and, and this is why I, I don't harp too much on the like, I think it's stupid. But what that type of thing shows to me, one, it's not someone who's going to stay in this league and be a coach Two, it's not someone that's going to be in media, because if you're going to be there, you're going to help people, you're going to talk. I mean, you're going to go into like Warner's not a coach, but he's in media. You know, there's so many guys, how many backup quarterbacks or quarterbacks get back into it. Look at a guy like Brett Favre. Brett Favre had no interest in anybody. What is he doing now? Nothing. He's just sitting on his, you know, swimming pool of money, uh, charging $500 to do videos on whatever that website we saw. (laughs) Hey, hey, what's up, Scott? Oh, we never even talked about that on here. What's up, Scott? This is Brett Favre. I hope you have a good day. Thanks for your $500 later. Like, there's a site you can pay him a bunch of money to just send you a video. Uh, that's funny. That's what yeah. he's doing now. 
A great life. Right. That's what Flacco will be doing in three years. You have $150 for a Joe Flacco video, and it'll just be like, hey, Joe, are you elite? And then he'll just take your money and just be like, screw off, man. I'm not here to coach. <laughs> He's not going to coach. Joe Flacco won't coach. He won't be in media. And if he accepts that, that's fine. Then don't be a coach then. You know what? Just do, do your thing. Make your money. You're Obviously, if you're someone that has a wherewithal to be like, I'm not here to coach, you're not going to be a good coach. I got one more stealer thing for you real quick. What do you think about this? It was on Roto World on Friday. The Steelers have experimented with two back formations in OTA. James Conner and Jalen Samuels, um, let's see, were excited. I guess the Steelers were excited about the possibility of using both. Quote, to have that dual threat with me and him in the game, it could be really scary for defenses. This said Samuels. Well, uh, Jalen is... He's a running back now, but when he started in college, he was a tight end, and he was more of a tight end H-back type of a player. So him lining up back there is probably more of, I mean, maybe he's going to be a lead blocker on some of those plays. He definitely will be, but it's probably a lot of leak outs, a lot of, you know, fullback flats. You remember that uh, that route I used to love to run with Dan Kreider in Madden, the Welsh? Oh, yeah. oh, probably I remember. A, Probably a lot of that for Jalen Samuels, except for Jalen can catch the ball. So it probably will be a better than 50-50 shot when you throw the ball to him when he's open. So uh, I like that idea. I I think that's fine. It's funny because you say two backs, and I kind of immediately think of – I kind of immediately think of what is Benny Snell going to wind up doing because Benny Snell uh, got drafted by the Steelers and he's kind of a thumper. So I thought maybe he was going to play a little bit of fullback. But I like this idea. You know, any any extra wrinkle you can add, I think is going to be good. And if they're going to use it towards the goal line, maybe it's not great for fantasy. I was about to say, you're, but, talking, you're talking about someone who's excited about their team. Fantasy owners are shaking in their boots. This is not a super exciting thing. Uh, we got to go to break, though. I just wanted to get your take on We can talk more about this, more football stuff. I'm not sure we're going to get to any basketball. Only two more segments. We're coming up more in this league. Don't you go anywhere. Bogman of the Welsh. We'll be right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. It's in this league. No one uh, asked you anything ever, so whomever's name is in this league. Why don't you take a letter opener or stick it in your skull? In this league, live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As you guys do, I know this is, especially in our ITL universe, this has been a growing love for a lot of people. And uh, even some love this show more than others. Maybe because we go free reign, maybe because it's even longer, and we definitely go down more rabbit holes, Bogman. A lot of rabbit yes. holes we go down. A lot, lot of rabbits, a lot of holes. A lot of yep. holes. Yeah. Go down them. If you want to go down some rabbit holes, you can go check out all of our cool stuff we got over on the Teespring, teespring.com 
slash ITL store. Or if you just want to get down uh, to the, the nitty gritty, InTheSleague.com has got a link and you can find the Boggs Jr. shirt and sticker. I just looked at some orders, Bogman. I don't get notifications about it, but I happened to go on trying to pull a link and I saw someone picked up the um, ITL logo and the Boggs Jr. sticker. So nice. that's coming for them. And then we've got the Boggs Jr. shirt. And then I've got my brand new Prospects Assemble. There's a shirt. There's a hoodie. There's a um, a tank top. And there's stickers. And the same versions are uh, available for the Boggs Jr. So go pick yourself up Love a hoodie, it. Bogman. Yeah, I, I will. As <laughs> yeah. soon as I have blood some money medicine. when I don't have to pay for all this blood pressure medication. As soon so. as you get that blood pressure medication. How fast do you think you could run the 40 <laughs> <laughs> You could time me with a sundial, I bet. <laughs> so not fast. So it depends on what's at the end. Like, you know, if there's some water burger at the end, it's going to be uh, a little bit better. Some blood pressure medicine uh, at the end. You're like, give me, give me, give me. Give me, give me, give me. You know, it's it's uh, hard because like, like, you know, we're slowly expanding into, you know, doing just some more off I mean, we, we, we love irreverent stuff. That's definitely us. And doing just, you know, like off-branded weird stuff. We had this one time, we um, I think we were going to do a bowling thing, but we couldn't get at the bowling alley. So we went to like a Dave and Buster's and we did a seven game series of different events. And we filmed, we, you know, we we're just doing short filming and putting our group me rooms and it was just like a competition and always trying to do like little things like that. We've got a, a kale eating thing that's coming soon and all those type of fun things. Kale chips. Kale chips. Yeah. I would not, I would not agree to just eat kale. Okay. It was kale is like if lettuce could fart. Okay. I, I actually on the baseball podcast this Monday, everyone check it out. I got a couple of funny stories of what someone DM'd me. Uh, someone Dude, in the industry. So funny. On the Monday show, like extra, extra funny. You're always Who? funny. Oh, me? But you. Yeah. Oh, dude, I went, I, let, let me tell you something. The last time I listened to one of our shows, <laughs> I don't know, maybe 2017, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't listen to our shows because we record so much stuff together. I just don't have enough time in the day to re-listen to our stuff. No, not I went all. back and re-listened to that show on Monday. It was hilarious. Really? I it was remember. one of our best shows we've ever done. The on Chamberlain this. one? Yeah, uh, the one, the one after that, the ball bag one. Oh, that was Thursday. Chamberlain was, of course, great. Chamberlain's always. That was great. the Thursday episode. Yeah, the Thursday episode was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, uh, good. That's good. I, I think I, for whatever reason, you're probably in a horrible mood and probably. just being extra funny. So uh, that's what it was. We I mean, shine when we're in really bad moods. <laughs> that's true. That's so, definitely uh, that's definitely the, the truth. But I am so why excited. I'm usually the funnier one. There so. is a well. I mean, I'm always angry, but you. I mean, you definitely wow. are still the funnier one. The um, <laughs> someone in the industry message me about how excited they are for you to eat kale and it's really funny we're gonna talk about it on monday and we're extending because people I, I am so shocked by the way a totally random thing that we created out of nowhere it literally was just a a, a, a one-off comment that we've made trade week like i think that's a yeah. thing now box we've got to do that every oh, year in every sport i dude people love it people using the hashtags we're getting so much interaction because we're doing trade week and we're telling people to hit us up and out the bad traders out those sobs <laughs> send us in your trades people are loving it. i know there's obviously going to be some people that don't really care about it but there's a lot of excitement i think we're going to do it in each sport every year even in football and it's extending into the uh, our quote sunday recording uh, so you guys can email stuff in into Monday. We're going to 
continue through doing lots of trade week stuff, but I want to update people on where we, where we are with the kale stuff because I have told yeah. uh, May 31st to join with the ITL army and uh, Bogman has to eat kale chips and we're going to do a video. And I've been thinking about how I'm going to, I'm going to produce the video. This is not going to just be some like, you know, I'm not, no, I'm not saying anything bad, but you know, like you, you jump on, you do your quick video about Carl's jr. It's not going to be that. This is going to be like a produced video I'm going to do. Yeah, listen to this a-hole. I, it's I'm like, not, it's going to be a good video. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you're, yeah. you're just doing these like quick at Carl's Jr. I'm not saying anything against it, but it's going to be yeah. like a produced video yeah, that we no, put on not, Patreon. Anytime you have to say no offense, but uh, <laughs> offense taken, you jerk. So, but, but where I was getting at is like, you know, we we want to do yeah, like where, other. Where are you getting at besides uh, insulting? Sorry, besides insulting you is like we want to do like other fun stuff. A 40-yard dash would be great. But. Real quick, before we get into the 40-yard dash, speaking of industry people, I just I thought about this, and we need to we need to oh. say it. Shouts to our guy, Jason Collette, man. Like, he's got Oh, it. yeah. Uh, I, I hope you get better soon. I mean, if you guys didn't see on his Twitter, he took a spill avoiding a car off oh. of a scooter, and it looks brutal. Luckily, he said no fractures in his face, but it looks bad. So I, yeah, we'll, we'll mention it on the baseball soon, podcast, yeah. but yeah, that was terrifying seeing. He, I mean, he got jacked up, and luckily, like, there were people people there that could take him to the hospital and broke his elbow and and um I think he said he didn't have he, he had some face stuff that happened but he didn't fracture or he didn't look like he fractured he, but maybe some dental damage but no fractures that's what it in was. his face yeah yeah so. yeah pretty brutal yeah. we love Colette and Colette was on just uh, I don't know how many shows ago but um, love Colette and um you know sending him the best good call well and we'll do that again on uh, Monday for the baseball audience but where I was going Boggs was like we want to do fun stuff like that. We, we thought about doing the 40-yard dash and three-point contest like four years ago. But there is ultimately one major problem with it. We look hideous. I, I, I'm not, I would throw up if I did a 40-yard dash right now. I'd be okay because I've been running miles and stuff like that. I could do it, but I look hideous. If people remember, a couple of years ago, I took BP at the Diamondbacks on this event, and they had a professional photographer. And I, I don't know if I told, did I tell this story on air? Did yeah, I just yeah, tell it to you? Yeah. Okay. And this professor. No, no, uh, th- there's a whole nother story behind this because you put one of the pictures up, but you cropped it. Oh, 100%. Right? Absolutely. I cropped the crap out of it. And because this professional photographer is taking pictures and then later they say, oh, here's the email, the pictures. And I'm going through and I find mine and I am horrified at the <laughs> pictures of my, I am horrified at the pictures of myself it was i i just don't even know how to describe it the feelings that i had of oh my god that's what i look like so there's <laughs> still that that still sits out there and looms a little bit and it i think i told you about this but you took the picture and you cropped it and it, it looked decent you know you took out the part that you didn't want anyone to see and our guy jag sent me one and it was that picture with like a cialis logo in the bottom right hand corner and he said do you think welsh would think this is funny and you were in some terrible rampaging mood and i'm like don't send that to him dude don't send that. so uh but it was really funny any I mood thought. any mood don't send that actually as a matter of fact <laughs> any mood whatsoever don't send that but that sparked me to go on to my whole thing of like you know working out losing weight for a while and i lost a bunch of weight and then i gained plenty of it back and i'm kind of back into it it would be gold for us to do stuff like this but like at the expense of our mental health, seeing what both of us look like, like if you saw yourself doing a 40, uh, 
What would you today, like? old friend? <laughs> it's today, old friend. Open that with the yep. news. We you, you can't come back from that. I almost didn't come back from that picture with the Diamondbacks. Almost didn't come back. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Uh, I almost did not come I, back from that. I haven't seen the entirety of the picture. I've only seen the cropped version. Yeah. So well, I mean, and, and you, you've, so. you've thrown out, uh, you've thrown out your, your scale and, oh, yeah. and, and shirts. Most, and, I, I, I do Carl Jr. bit probably four or five times before I'm like, nope, nope, th- this is, this is done. This is the one I but have we to would have, be, so right It here. would be so great for us. And, but like, it would have to be a campaign where we're like, all right, guys, $10,000. Uh, just so you know, 8,000 of it is going to be for the therapy we're going to need after we do this. And then the rest is the incent- incentivizing for us to do it. That's why mm-hmm. that will never happen. But $10,000 is up for Teddy Ginn. Ted Ginn is challenging people $10,000 to beat him in a 40 yard dash. That seems wild to me. Um, Is he that fast? Let's have a catching competition. I think I might be able to win that one, holding on to the ball. (laughs) Uh, Well, you should challenge Eric Ebron first. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, that um, he's clearly confident enough that he's that fast. I mean, he's always been that deep threat speed receiver. And uh, coming out of Ohio State, he was really fast. I, I just don't know if there's... No one he could beat. Who was that uh, kid? There was a kid that accepted the challenge. A high school kid. Yeah, some high school. I don't I don't know his name, obviously, at all. But there was a high school kid that accepted this challenge and said that he would face off with Teddy Ginn for uh, 10 grand. I, clearly, he's getting that from his parents. Or he Matthew found that, Bowling accepted. He found that lady's purse when he was pushing in carts at his day oh, job, maybe. Crap, dude. And that that's the money that he's going to be gambling. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> The the ten the nine thousand um, yeah here I'm gonna I'm gonna post this to you because I I just typed in Ted Ginn challenge on the twitters and it popped up with a whole bunch of different options and if this would ever like to pop up I'd love to give this to you it's from the Sporting <laughs> News he's a high school track they call it high school track phenom Matthew Bowling he accepted Ted Ginn's thing and it's got a video of him running and he is it looks like Forrest Gump. Like he is running so I was running so far ahead of everybody else. I think this is finally going to let me get it to you. That's right. Andy Isabella had a lot of those clips from running at high school too, where he was just torching everybody. Yeah, so. I, so he accepted the challenge. When is this going to go down? Because didn't you say there's also a forty yard challenge going on? There's a forty yard tournament. Tournament. It's, uh, forty yards of gold. And uh, it is a tournament that this uh, I'm just looking at the website. We should enter there. There went. No, you have to actually pass like a thing. You know, it's kind of like being on Jeopardy. They're not just going to let any uh, dumb person on there. I almost lost 100 bucks right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not going to let any dumb idiot uh, jump on there and do the show. You have to prove that you. um, You know, the Jeopardy guy just passed two million dollars. I saw that. Yeah, Jesus, this kid is so fast. He's, oh my god! Are you, are you watching the kid now? Now we're, yeah. we're jumping all over the place. We're going from the Jeopardy kid to the. Is that kid? He is just see? smoking everyone. He <laughs> looks like Usain Bolt. He does. He's ridiculous. By the way, why wouldn't Usain Bolt just uh, fly in for ten grand? Easy ten grand. You know. Easy yeah, easiest 10, 10 grand he's ever made in his life. But, but see, he doesn't money need, for you. But that. yeah, he doesn't need yeah. the pub on that. He wipes his ass with uh, ten grand. This kid, I mean, they got to put this on. Tell you know what this makes me think of. Like the NFL should run with this type of stuff. This almost makes me think of the um, 
the Tiger and Mickelson, you know, the challenge for was like eight million dollars, whatever they're playing for, that type of thing. Like they, they, right. they should embrace this type of stuff. Like someone should step in. They should get like a Nike sponsor. I see also this kid's wearing Nike on these track meets. Nike should jump in and be like, you know, one hundred and fifty thousand dollar challenge. They televise it. They put some other cool stuff on it. Like th- th- these are the skill challenge stuff that I love. It's a forty yard dash tournament. So what is this and- tournament? Yeah, yeah. So it's called, uh, oh, God, I just had it. What's it called? Uh, 40 Yards of Gold. And that's 40yardsofgold.com. You can go there. They ha- they have a bracket. They haven't set it with players but uh, or people, I guess, because Alvin Kamara, Robbie Anderson, Tariq Cohen, uh, Mark Ingram, Trey Waynes, Mark DRC, These guys are all Baker, and Kevin Byard, uh, yeah, I guess are going to be in it. Why would, Mark, why would Mark Ingram be? That's kind of what I was wondering. I know he's fast for a big guy. But, but Alvin Kamara's in it. Like, Yeah, he's not going to beat Alvin Kamara. He's not going to – I don't know. Which one of these guys is going to beat Ted Ginn? Name them again. It's Kamara, Tariq Cohen, Robbie Anderson, Mark Ingram, Trey Waynes, DRC. That's a good competitor right there. Uh, Buda Baker and Kevin Byard. Boy, I don't know. I, I think Alvin Kamara is going to give him a run. And why isn't Andy Isabella doing this? Andy Isabella should absolutely be doing What's this. What's on the line? How much money? Um, I, I don't know how much money is on the line at all. Because uh, this article I'm seeing just has a race for, it's talking about Teddy Ginn's Dude, race for $10,000. How great but, would this be? You know how um, MLB is putting a million dollars, aren't they putting a million dollars on the line for the home run derby now? Yes. Yep. If if football during the, the stupid all-star game, did a race like this with the fastest guys, and they put five hundred grand on the line. They televise it, they sponsor it, they do their whole bit that they do. I would be in, as invested in this as I would be like the home run derby or three point contest. And I know it's a little bit different, but like, wouldn't that be great? I mean, if you want, put, put a football in these guys' hands. I got to run with the football or something like that, not fumble <laughs> it. This is the I want this type of competition where people care. There's something about speed, like running well, contest too. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's tournament like would be so verse, great. One verse eight, two verse seven, all that. It's in a big bracket style. So it's not just like, you know, a bunch of dudes lining up at the track and uh, boom, fire the gun. Everybody's running. Uh, that, that's not are, what it are is Are you telling all, me so. which you would watch this if the NFL did this during their all-star stupid game? If they did a Well, weekend. they used to. Yeah, they, they used but to a do tournament. This, they didn't man. do a tournament style. They didn't do a dash. tournament. No, they just did, uh, you know, did, just did the one. Until Daryl Green retired. Maybe they still do it. I don't know, but I don't watch it. But Daryl Green just used to win every single year. So, uh, but yeah. Do, this, do we really I think mean, Ted Ginn is that guy? How about Daryl Green jumps in there? I bet you he could still beat half the, the competitors now. I mean, he's obviously older, but I, I bet you he could still, uh, he could probably make it to at least round two, you know, in this tournament. So it's going to be 16 guys, apparently. Big tournament. One champion, 40 yards of gold. I have no idea when it's happening um, or, you know, Great. if they actually kind of get it done. But the 40 yards of gold dot com is uh, set there. They've got um, young phenoms, high school, college pros, legends. And I think this is a, the pros one because they're breaking it up between offense and defense. So it looks like there's going to be eight offensive players and eight defensive players. And then the champion is going to be it's, you know, defensive bracket, offensive bracket. And the champion is going to be offense versus defense. I'll we'll see who the I'm fastest guy in the NFL is. I'm into this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is there's no uh, date. It's better than the Pro Bowl. 
I can tell you that. I have no interest so. in the Pro Bowl. I'm highly invested in this. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm on the website. I'm trying to find a date. I see no date at all set on oh. this. So I don't know when it's going what, to okay. happen. What, what would it take for you to do a 40-yard dash on camera? Uh, whatever Ted Ginn is going to pay. $10,000? So, $10,000, yeah. Give me ten grand. Someone offers it. you $100. I'd probably do it. <laughs> you probably do it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if we both had 100 okay, here you go. How about this, Boggs? You, you each get paid a hundred dollars, and then there's another two hundred dollars to the winner. It's like chopping can, in fantasy. But but I can already hear like the dun 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 dun, and like slow motion with my huge gut yep. swinging. All that has uh, to happen. I don't want any of that crap. No. So more than a hundred dollars. But you do it for him. But that's what I'm saying. Also, there's two hundred dollars to the winner on the line. Well, between you and me, yeah. I mean, you're faster than me. I think this is. A, this you're six five. So your strides are much longer than mine. Like a gazelle. So you're definitely like a, going to beat me. Like a giant gazelle. What like am big, I like? Like a bear, man. Like, like a big bear with these like claws. Jerome Bettis <laughs> running <laughs> against Randy Moss. All right, we got to go to break. Hold on, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Last segment in this league coming up. Gonna run to it. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends listen to- In this league. In the dark. It's the final segment of In This League. I demand oh. to be traded to Welsh. Uh oh, it's, uh, it's uh, Scott. You will trade Bogzingas. me in the next seven days, or I will go back to Europe. You'll go, oh, you like you'll that. go back to. Uh, Bogzania? Where are you from? Where are the yep. Bogdanoviches? Yep. Where are they from? <laughs> Your cousins? They're from Bogzania. That's right. From Bogladash? That's exactly right. <laughs> Bogzeland. Yeah. Where, where, where are we? Um, we are technically lords. Uh, Glencoe. Yeah. You go back to Glencoe. That's right. So That's a, that's a fact, uh, by the way. That's, we are both actual That's lords. where I will travel. If you do not trade me within the next seven days, which... I hate that this came out after they made the newest Game of Zones, by the way. So, uh, oh because my this God. needs to be in one. Well, because Porzingis it? has been in the last couple. He did the whole, like, and the next Dirk, and then in the contest. It's a completely huge missed opportunity. Porzingis, man, is he becoming such a bad guy now. It's crazy <laughs> how he kind of had this, like, I'm not saying he was lovable, but, you know, like, New York booed him so bad. I don't know. There was just something where you and could, he like. he was good, so it was kind of like, you know, uh, he he was undeservedly booed during the draft. Yeah, right? it was like so. unicorn, and there's all this, like, funny stuff, and then all of a sudden it's just like, you know, hey, there's, like, uh, rape allegations, and hey, there's fights that are happening, and hey, by the way, he said uh, he demanded seven days or I'm going to play in Europe, and uh, the Knicks panicked, and they freaked out. Not even that he was going to go play in Europe. He was just going back to Europe. It's just I'm done. They do it. He's I'll like I'm leave. going, going go back, back to Glencoe, Glencoe. 
Uh, uh. Or going, going back back to Latvia. 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 3-6 right. Latvia, that sounder that we haven't played in <laughs> years. Yeah, Porzingis, he's a, you're totally right. Missed opportunity for Game of Zones. It is a weird, weird story with that guy. But I think he's home now. That's where I think, like, it totally makes sense that the Knicks are out there trying to slander as much as they possibly can. But, like, he's set. Like, him and Luca make all the sense in the world. Because he's going to sign the, the tag. Doesn't he have a restricted tag? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, going to sign, sign that. It. Yeah, he's going to be fine there. He's Remember, he's the next Dirk, like they said on uh, Game of Zones. <laughs> I'm the next Dirk. Uh, <laughs> but he told me I'm the next Dirk. We have three Dirks. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. Uh, NBA I'm takeaways we've been uh, locking to you guys all week. If, this, if you're listening this on Saturday, this could be it. This could be it, Bogman. This could be it. For this could be, yeah, until the finals. Well, so. and I mean, this could be it to set the finals is what right, I'm getting yeah. at. Yeah, I mean, this is the, the Raptors win and it's over with. The, by the way, I don't know if you saw this, the Welsh, but Bovada, and, and Bovada does this stuff for you know, obviously to get their name out there sometimes. But this one was clearly one of those occasions where you could bet on if Drake is going to rub Nick Nurse's shoulders again oh, in this game. Really? You, they were yeah. taking bets on that. That's a, a dangerous bit, so. one because, I mean, he could just go out there and do it. Right, exactly. So, uh, and the mayor of Toronto, by the way, said something about how uh, he said, I love that people in Milwaukee are upset about uh, Drake's antics on the court. And uh, uh, he said, because whatever makes them mad makes me happy. And I thought that was, I mean, that's getting pretty big behind your team there. Well, mayor of Toronto, what are you doing? How about you the know? daughter of the Bucks owner going out there and wearing a Pusha T t-shirt? She was sitting next to Aaron. We got to talk about Aaron Rodgers, but she was sitting next to Aaron Rodgers and Rodgers got all this attention. But the secondary thing came out where she's wearing a Pusha T, a Pusha T t-shirt. And uh, then Drake changed his Instagram background or whatever avatar to her wearing the Pusha T-shirt. So, uh, <laughs> which is hilarious. This is just great. all this weirdness. I, I baseball I love would have banned word. all of this from not being able to be viewed. <laughs> baseball would be like, we can't have this. We're not going to have any of this either. No, no, no. You can't be on the field. You can't be near the field. Get off the field. At one point, Billy Crystal forever. actually played in a game. We let that happen, but no, we can't have any. He had to sign a contract first. We had to jump through hoops. I'd like to, to see more of that in spring training, by the way. Uh, I'm okay. I, I, I tell you, well, I guess I'm a hypocrite because I love the Will Ferrell stuff. We, oh, went the we were we were there. We were we were history. there, man. Yeah, we were at the Diamondbacks one where he flew in on helicopter when he did his documentary that was there. But, you know, maybe the best thing that's come out of this series is the curse now of Aaron Rodgers. I I had people DMing me. They're like, did you see the beer chugging thing? And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, I'm like the Aaron Rodgers thing. Yeah. I didn't even know how deep it was going because it started with what is it, Bakhtiari? Um, the yeah, offensive Bakhtiari. Yeah, the right. offensive lineman. He gets on camera. He's chugging a beer. They get Aaron Rodgers on, sitting next to the owner. He can't chug a beer. So then Bakhtiari chugs three. Then apparently, I don't know if it was. I think it was the same night. Yelich 
was there. Yelich yep. chugged a beer. And then there's a video on Twitter of Matthew Stafford's wife videoing him as they're watching it happen. And Stafford just drops pounds down a beer. beer, just pounds that freaking <laughs> beer. And Aaron Rodgers is now like, uh, he's a public enemy number one in Milwaukee. You can't not chug a beer in Milwaukee. What are you doing? Like, don't, you doing? don't accept that challenge unless you're going to be able to do it. What are you thinking? I'd be like, uh, so. that, maybe that's our next bet. We Screw this 40-yard dash stuff. We just need to have like a chug off. Oh, it'll be uh, me Aaron Rodgers, Josh Naylor, and Bartolo Colon. <laughs> How about that? Well, we kind of had a chug off during the uh, Christmas special, and uh, I don't remember that. I don't, yeah, I don't want to remember all that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, apparently, don't things don't go too well when you and I get into big chug offs. Can you imagine us doing like a uh, like a power hour, like on I've air? I've never felt, I've never felt like I was going to die. More than I did the day after that. Well, I mean, remember my drive home from the movie theater. I thought, I mean, I literally thought I was going to trash my car and not from my mouth. <laughs> this is the worst feeling uh, I've ever had in my life. It's just, I just remember sitting in my chair thinking I should be writing, uh, I should be doing stuff for our player debates book and just thinking like, I am not level headed enough to do anything <laughs> right now. I could barely use my phone. <laughs> I, it was, uh, it was brutal. So, but I mean, you know, chugging one beer, you know, I, I guarantee I could do it faster than Aaron Rodgers. So Definitely. Maybe that. we have, maybe you and I, we could pull off like a three beer chug off. Like Bakhtiari, like Bakhtiari did, like that. But right. they have to stop there. You can't. We can't do like a power hour type of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not gonna do. I mean, yeah, I'm not in college anymore. And then no power hours, no blackouts, none of that. What would you I'm be too- more likely to do? Um, let's say for the same amount of money, power hour or forty yard dash. Power hour. You think so? Forty yard yeah, dash should be done in at least six to seven Don't seconds care. once it's done. Yeah, but the video lives forever. <laughs> so I'll be doing I'll be downing those beers, you know, whatever, one shot of beer an hour uh for sixty minutes without problem. And that only comes I mean, only. It comes out to like seven and a half beers or something. But uh, but still, that <laughs> yes. that's much easier. You don't drink regularly, so <laughs> for yeah, you, but that I'm would still, be a thing. But I'm still not small, you know, and in the past I drank a ton. So, yeah, uh, it's not like someone who's never drank and is 120 pounds drinking seven and a half beers that put them in the hospital. For me, I'd be hammered, but I would, you know, I'm looking at this better than what we did with drinking the hairspray and the Malort and all that stuff. That's true. I'm looking at this right here. I see PZP had dropped a video. It's got, um, it's back to back. Tom, it says just another thing. Tom Brady is better than Aaron Rodgers at. It's Tom Brady chugging a beer on one of the late night shows, and how long it's taking Aaron. Ra- how do you not? How can Aaron Rodgers not chug? I mean, like, it's not going to talk Milwaukee. about his greatness. It's, he's a, it's embarrassing. And then you see he tweeted. He's like, next time, next time, make it scotch. And it's like, oh, okay, come on, Whatever. come on, buddy. You want to be any more pretentious? Be like, next time, make it a <laughs> Glenn Levitt, yeah, fifteen years <laughs> aged. Like. <laughs> Shut up, you pretentious! Like <laughs> uh, I can only chug Glenn Gooley. Uh. <laughs> Why don't we start with like a like a ninety dollar bottle of wine, and then we'll go to like a four hundred dollar uh. bottle of bourbon? That's the chugging yeah. contest I'll have. Like, uh, dude, come on! I only sleep with supermodels. Uh. Do you think this tarnishes Aaron Rodgers' legacy? <laughs> no, I don't think it tarnishes uh. his legacy. Did but- you see what they did too, Bogdro? They said Aaron Rodgers. Um, 
extra on Game of Thrones and NFL MVP. Yeah, I did like that. I also did like where they asked him about Game of Thrones, and even though they had him on the show, he still crapped on the ending. I like that, too. Someone asked us, what was the ending? What was a good ending of shows? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was a good ending. To be honest, I didn't hate Lost ending, but the middle weirdness with the sideways flashes was what bothered me. I so I didn't hate Lost as much as everybody else, but I didn't love it, and I'm not sure you can. But if the question I, I, is, I wouldn't say it's a good one. So yeah, Six so, Feet Under had a good ending too. See, I never watched Six. That's like one of the only shows I never watched. Um, I'm trying to think of shows that Battle Gar- Battlestar Galactica's was a trip. What about I, Battle Gar? Battle Go Battle Gar Galactica was kind of a trip, but like Battle Battle Gar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have one? I mean Breaking Bad is so easy to me, not Battle Gar. Um I don't know, most comedy series like people complain about the end of How I Met Your Mother. I I wouldn't say it was good, but I don't care. I don't it's a comedy show. Like I don't care about how comedy shows end to be honest with you. You like, know, I got Parks and Rec and all that stuff. I don't care. I so. know, I'm having a hard time recalling ending of shows. Well, you watched uh what's the show about Baltimore on HBO? Oh, The Wire? No, The Wire ended really poorly. Did it really? Most show, okay. most uh, here I got to be honest with you. There, I was thinking about doing this on our on our website at some point, Boggs. It was going to be a guide on how to watch shows. Now, it's not what you think. Like, it's not like you got to watch them, you know, like in, in a light with headphones. Not that. No, it's when to stop watching a show because Dexter don't watch after season four. If you stopped at season four and just pretend the show ends there, you'll think it's a masterpiece. Um, yeah, I know. The but. Wire, you could skip, you could definitely skip the last season and maybe the last two. I, but I think you could tell when there's, when they're running out of stuff to tell, to tell and when the ending is just horribly put together. And like with, uh, with The Wire, it seemed, I didn't watch it, but it seems like maybe that went a season too long just because it ran out of storylines. Uh, am I wrong? Is there a different way? Like off the top of your head, is there? Well, they could have done this and this, and it would have ended much better. Um, I, I never watched The Wire. I don't know anything. It was just really it. bad. It was just it was really stupid. They messed with characters in a weird way. It just wasn't good. You know, what was a good one. Okay. Um, oh, no. What was the show? <laughs> you forget the name of the, the show. Leftovers. <laughs> oh yeah, The Leftovers wasn't bad. L- leftovers so. was great. They they got a. Li- weird with that very it's last episode it, they they were doing weird acting stuff not even that the, it was so weird what they did it was just like they did this thing in it where one character acted a certain way and the next episode there he was just like oh just kidding and it's like what like what, what are you talking <laughs> like lindelof does that damien lindelof he did that with lost they 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 wrote themselves into a corner and this time right. he couldn't get out of it. So they made this really like pretentious, like, you know, oh yeah, all those things happen. But guess what? Like, this is like the afterlife, man. And like all this. And it's just like, please stop it. And <laughs> Leftovers was really, really great. And all the seasons were magnificent. And there was just a tiny bit weird. But I'd say Leftovers, absolutely breaking bad. And then like I said, I have a hard time kind of actually remembering a lot of series finales unless they're really horrific or they've got to be well, really good or really horrific. Some of them are so popular that they 
you know, they just run them a, a season or two too long. Like Dexter was clearly too long, you know, yeah. uh, and, and there was weirdness there too, because Jennifer Carpenter and, uh, what, why can't I remember his name? Uh, Dexter. the guy who played Dexter. Yeah. Michael, they w- were, Michael. And I want to say Michael Douglas too, but <laughs> Michael I want to w- say Michael Michael, Michael Douglas, C. Hall. Right. Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. Thank you. Uh, they were married. Then they got divorced like during the show. So there was weirdness there, too. So that like that. I, I mean, you'd, you'd agree that like if you were watching like, you know, like the Steelers, you would have ended like a couple seasons ago. And you would have I would have ended after Super Bowl 43. <laughs> it would have been over with. So I, I did like all of the uh, people that are putting up the like the I think the Tennessee Volunteers fans were the first ones to do. It and it said disappointed after uh, eight seasons, LOL. And it had like, you know, Game of Thrones fans yeah. and then the Tennessee fans. And the, well, know, the Lions did one, too. The Lions were like, right. LOL. What are you you talking about? Uh, I mean, right. if we Diamondback fans, we would have ended after 2001. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you know what's funny is I was in uh, I was in Kansas City for the All Star Game in 2012. Speaking of pretentious, mm-hmm. and um, uh, when I was there, uh, we were waiting at a light to get into the stadium, and this guy in front of us had a bumper sticker that said "Kansas City Royals Champions 1980," and I'm like, oh my. God, Can you imagine that is exactly what it's going to be like for us. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, we're sitting there 32 years later. We're getting there. And uh, that that's exactly what we're. Yeah, we're we're working on it pretty hard. Just just cross 20 years. So, uh, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's definitely been a long time. What a crazy week from, uh, you know, that's where the Internet's at from players leaving drafts to go to uh, play in Japan from. Some of the most popular players in sports being judged by their beer chugging ability and acting and their takes, their takes on stupid Game of Thrones. It's all over. Yeah. Thank God. That's the best thing that Aaron Rodgers has done in a while. Yeah. (laughs) Remember my tweet where I'm like, Mike McCarthy's watching this on a loop. It's great. (laughs) He's watching this on a loop. But yeah, so my vote is going to go with, I can only think of two of really great endings of shows that jump out uh, into my mind because a lot of those shows that I really like are still going on. Uh, Peaky Blinders. I love Peaky Blinders. And that's still going. And Shameless is still going. It's the never-ending story. So, um, Well, Shameless left. is going to be a terrible end because Emmy Rossum has gone. But so she's going to come back. Yeah, I'm sure she'll come back. But is she going to come back and be on the seasons? No. She, she, she'll she's going to come back and do an appearance. Yeah, she'll Who do cares? like an episode or two. The final episode will have all of them. Guaranteed. Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like I mean, that one, I get, that one's been too long. That was one season. The original Shameless was in England. I think it was in one season, and then they brought it over here and they did whatever. You know, it's like The Office had a million seasons. The Office had a good ending. Yeah, that's, I, that, I that's a comedy that. show, but it had a good ending. Didn't so. watch it. Didn't watch it. Right, some might even say this episode has <laughs> a bad ending and might need yeah. to end it. So guess what? This is the Dexter of endings. We are going to show. end this sucker. Thank you guys for tuning in. Well, we mentioned there's also Give kind me my of a blood slide. There's a special edition. Ah, see, that was it was so good. And then it was all gone and killed. Um, there's a special edition of In This League also out where I think we talked about it. We've got the. Uh, Nick Allen, college football metric stuff. There's the replay of the Jim Callis. And there's a big convert, long, hour-long conversation that we have about talking about just, you know, the top 25 sports video games, the NCAA potentially coming back. There's some other stuff involved in it, even how the you know NCAA can end up paying players if you're into that. 
this show. If you missed any of it, you can catch the podcast online. All you got to do is uh, go to Spotify, iTunes, wherever it is, and just search in this league. You're also going to find all of our other shows, so lock into those. We will be back with you next week. You guys know the drill. We got a big uh, podcast coming up on Monday answering uh, the rest of Trade Week. Jim Callis over on Prospect One and a whole bunch more online. Is it the Welsh? Bogman Sports. That's the Twitter. Until then, we're out of here. See ya. See ya.